Hello, my name's Austin Campbell, and welcome to another episode of the Chicken Noodle Podcast. Please enjoy. Hey, how's it going, everyone? This is your host, Austin Campbell, bringing you another episode of the Chicken Noodle Podcast for Monday, September 18th, 2023. That's what day this will come out, but that's not the day that we're recording it. Um, And I am wearing no headphones, so let's hope this works and this is not wasted time. Um... Good evening, good morning, and uh, good afternoon, and um, good night to all. It is Sunday night football time where I'm at, and we have the Patriots playing the Dolphins. You know, are the Patriots, are they the real deal? Can they stop Mac or Tua Tagovailoa and Tyree Kill? Can they stop them, or is Miami and that little, that little smarmy, that little smarmy little guy they have for a coach, Mike McDaniels, I think that's it. Will he become the master to um, Bill Belichick's um, apprentice? You know what I'm saying. Um, it's been a good week for me. Uh, shout out to Celebrations Event Center over in Marion, Illinois. Um, Bryce Evans and David Kirk run a mic over there, run an open mic, and uh, <clears throat> Bryce Evans was not there, but um, David was, and uh, so they they welcomed me, and I went up there and did my little monkey dance, and uh, I had one of the best sets I've ever had, and isn't that fantastic? But did I or did I not record it? I'll let you be the guess, because I'm pissed. But it's alright. It's uh, not like that'll be the last good set I ever have. <laughs> I hope. Um, so yeah, they run one mic over there in Marion, Illinois once a month. And then they do a show there also once a month. And what they said they're going to have to do is their shows are going to start being like uh, um, contests to be on the show. Where they have like a touring comedian come out. So, um, so yeah, so next month I'll definitely be there as long as it's not the weekend that, uh, I'm getting married. Unless Riley will let me have off that Friday. Well, you heard it here first. No. We'll be at a rehearsal dinner. And, uh, why do they call it a rehearsal? Riley, why do they call it a rehearsal? Well, I just want to make sure I'm right. Okay, because when you say rehearsal to me, right, what I think is that we're going to go there and we're going to practice all the dance moves that we're going to do on the dance floor. Because whenever, hey, let's rehearse, I think of a performance. You know, because I'm a performer now, right? I'm kind of, I'm going to be a big time performer. That's the goal. (laughs) But 
I'm a performer, so I think rehearsal. I think I rehearse a performance. And the wedding is not a performance because I don't have, I'm not performing anything. I'm just radiating my thoughts and feelings towards you because I love you. Mm-hmm. Riley's had a long day today. Um, let's see. There's something I wanted to talk to you guys about. Um, is this thing that happened at uh, a restaurant that I've never been to, um, but it's called Nobu. Riley, are you familiar with Nobu? Um, hold on. It's a, hold on. Nobu, okay, here it is. Nobu, okay, Nobu is a really expensive restaurant. Um, they have one out in Malibu. Okay, and that's where all the big wigs go to hobnob and, you know, and take their wedding rings off or leave them on and just, you know, throw money at the waiter or waitresses and, you know, maybe, you know, just make them work for that tip, you know. So that's what Nobu is. Very good. Uh, Korean food, maybe? Korean food. Um, <clears throat> let's, let's, let's begin. Nobu Malibu sued over sexual harassment claim. You might have heard Nobu, like a lot of rappers talk about it, you know. Um, uh, third lawsuit at that location since 2019. In the past four years, a restaurant known for drawing Hollywood power players, see what I'm saying? Big wigs going to Hobnob, has been sued at least three times for sexual harassment and retaliation. Um... Hollywood hotspot Nobu was sued September 13th by a Jane Doe plaintiff who alleges hostesses are subjective, subjected to an intense pattern and practice of sexual misconduct from supervisors. Um, the lawsuit contains similar claims. Okay, um, well, Nobu didn't respond. Uh, the rest... Da, da, da. Um, the Jane Doe plaintiff who filed the lawsuit on Wednesday in Los Angeles uh, seeks at least $500,000, all half a milli, and punitive damages. She claims sexual assault and battery, gender discrimination, and neglect, ne negligent hiring, among several other claims. In addition, she names the complaint a bar manager named Marcus, whose surname wasn't disclosed. The lawsuit states that his patented and favorite move was to approach the hostess stand, walk closely behind the female hostess, and lightly fondle their buttocks before they had a chance to avoid his advances. <laughs> so he's playing, he's playing a little whack-a-mole. You know, he's playing a little, oh, hey, little ass grab. There's nothing harm, harmful about that. Right? He's playing a little ass grab. I'm sure if you went and grabbed his, you know, his cock... That's okay. That's okay. <laughs> it's all right. Um, on one occasion in 2021, Marcus allegedly approached the plaintiff in the back office, restrained both of her hands, and kissed her neck. He was fired early next year after several hostesses reported him for sexual harassment. Oh, uh, well, he's just having a little fun. Um. <clears throat> uh. In the wake of Marx's termination, Nobu, da da da, some, they were satisfied with it to their complaints and effort to secure a blanket. Um, despite firing, 
failing to address the bigger issue of less visible sexual misconduct in customers. Um, going no business. Uh, so pretty much. <clears throat> then there's also this other customer. I'm not going to read the whole thing, but I've scabbed read it earlier, and uh, you know, and this there's this one girl suing for that Marcus guy, right? And then she claims that you know workers are subject to um, sexual misconduct and wearing these skimpy black outfits, and they're just tight. They're not skimpy. They're just tight black outfits. But the dudes wear have to wear black outfits too, right? But Pretty much, there's you know they've been told to uh, you know to brush off in quotes um, advances from uh, from diners, right? And it's like yeah, that's what you do if you're a waitress, right? And you're trying to work for that tip, and you got the Hollywood power players coming in, stick your ass out a little bit, let them smack it, you know. I guarantee you're going to go home with a bigger tip than if you, you know, if you act like a stuck-up bitch, you know? I'm just saying, what is this world coming to? You know, oh, big deal. How are you going to earn your tip then, huh? You think guys coming in there with more money than God are, like, going to, like, going to entertain you if you're like, um, don't look at my rack, don't look at my ass, just look at the job that I'm doing, no, that's not how it goes because Nobu is not hiring troglodytes because if Nobu hired troglodytes, they would go out of business, wouldn't they? Yes, because then the power players would be forced to go to like a, uh, a hustler's club, you know? People want to see, you know, tits and ass or, you know, they want to see a nice guy's bulge, you know? Maybe you're gay or maybe you're a female power player and you want to see a bulge or a guy's ass. But you got to see that. You got work your charm. And if they grab your ass, whatever, you know? Like, take the tip. Jesus. Don't, like, come on. And you're not being forced to work there. You can leave at any time. You know, but the, the you know, the business model is, you know, hey, we got big wigs and we know, you know... Big wigs are sometimes skeezy, right? But we need their money because that's what this business is. So, if they want to play, if they want to play clown nose with your honkers, whatever. So, Nobu Malibu, um, I wish you guys the best. I hope that everyone stops being so annoying. You know, just let the people. Just let, you know, let people flirt. Let people flirt as long as they leave a tip. But if you're going to, if you're going to be provocative, you have to leave a good tip. That's, that's the, that's the issue. If you're going to, if you're going to flirt and fondle, you have to leave a tip. <coughs> um, we have some emails to get into. Uh, da, da, da. Send your emails to chickennoodlepodcast at gmail.com. Um, first email from Jharm. I was all excited to tune in today because... Um, okay, who's going to the Super Bowl? In parentheses, Cowboys, Bills? Bills, uh, I, don't, I don't know. Cowboys... 
they did wax um, New York today, but I mean, uh, I don't know. New York doesn't have Aaron Rodgers. I don't feel like they've played a high caliber team yet. Um, who'd they beat first, forty to nothing? The Giants. Those are that's a sad sack team, but they came back from like twenty-one or twenty-eight to nothing against the Arizona Cardinals. I mean, yeah, that's nothing to that's nothing to write home about. But I mean, hey, twenty-one or twenty-eight to nothing. I mean, that shows you're no slouch. You know, and then that poor bastard Saquon got Carter off the field with like two minutes left. I mean, you know, I hope that dude's not injured. But I don't know, Cowboys, maybe they're the real deal this year. It's all going to depend on what Dak Prescott can do because that defense can hold. That defense can hold. It's just, it's just Dak is what Dak is what is going to, is what has shot them in the foot. Um. So I don't I don't know. I mean, you know, I have to ride with hometown, you know, I'm the Chiefs fan. Um, which they barely escaped the Jaguars. That was a poor offensive performance from all of them. Oh, who's is that is that Waddle or Hill? Oh no. Still zero zero in the first quarter, Miami, New England. Um So I don't I don't know who's going to this. it's kinda hard to tell because some people are still some people are frauds and you just don't know it yet. Like like the Eagles, I think the Eagles are frauds. I don't I honestly don't think that they're equipped to go back to the Super Bowl. I just don't think so. I mean, I hope they prove me wrong, but like Jalen Hurts has had poor passing games, like low passing yardage the first two games. Um um, so I don't know if, uh, I think the Eagles are frauds. Um, <clears throat> um, I think the, the Niners, I mean, they look good in the second half against the Rams, but at the halftime, the Rams, it was tied 17-17 and the, the Niners are supposed to have that defense. So I don't know. That's like, you know, with it only being week two, they're just they're teams that are frauds and we just don't know it yet. So I don't know if I had to give my early Super Bowl prediction. Um I I will leave the Chiefs out of it just for funsies. In the AFC uh in the NFC I will say I will say Um Gosh, I wish Aaron Rodgers wouldn't have, you know, got hurt because that would have been a fun Super Bowl pick. I don't know if the Bills are ready. I don't know. Let me circle. I'll circle back to that at the end. My Super Bowl prediction. Let me think. Um, favorite college team, Texas, but I don't really watch. Yeah, my mom's a big Alabama fan. Um, I don't really watch college football. I enjoy it, but. You know, if I had to pick a favorite team, I mean, it'd have to be Colorado because of primetime and Deion Sanders. I mean, that's just, he's just going to be the, he's the best coach to ever grace the NCAA field just because of how he handles his business. Um, I mean, in his theme song, Deion Sanders' theme song, um, let's see here. Deion Sanders, oops. Theme music. Give me my theme music. 
Let's see. Let's see. Now I think Deion Sanders is pumping you, pumping you up, right? Hold on. Come on, and you know you're getting ready to go out there on the field, right? Come on. You go. All right, hold on. He's pumping you up. Who ready? Me. Who ready? Come on. Give me my dirt theme music, dear DJ. Here we go. No, I. That's a song that I've heard in like old Madden games or maybe NFL Street, and I mean it's just so good, and it's just so Deion Sanders. So I'm on the Colorado bandwagon, and I do not care. Um. For here um, thoughts on Chris D'Elia, my favorite comedian. I've seen him twice in person. I saw him at the Fox in 19, then second row here in Austin for my birthday in March, but hate what he did to women. Okay, here's the deal. Okay, Chris D'Elia, I mean, I've, I've seen him, uh, I went and I saw him in Peoria this past year, and I got a uh, meet and greets, and I met him, and I'm on one of his tour reports. If you go to Chris D'Elia tour report, um, Peoria, and, uh, watch who the meet and greet afterwards and you can see him and i have a very we have a very heartfelt exchange and um it was really cool i had him sign some stuff and uh we hugged we hugged and um i mean that dude he's uh that dude's a good dude now the problem is right is that the media portrays these fucking comedians out to be something that no one knows that is okay because He's not convicted of anything, okay? And yeah, people settle out of court, okay? But like, you know, he, if Chris is saying like all of his stuff was in consensual, right? And I mean, what, they tried to cancel him over bullshit, right? Whenever they were trying to, you know, me to everyone. Um, I don't agree with this shit. And I think, yeah, I mean, he's a sex addict, but I don't think that he did anything. Because if, if he did anything that wrong to any women, he'd be convicted of it. No fucking questions asked. Okay, and these are all people just trying to get paid and trying to fucking, you know, say something that they're not. You know, so no one really knows the story. You know, and, it, and if, 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 you know, so I don't, I don't buy into that. Oh, he's a fucking, you know, he's a this, or he's a, you know, he's a, he's a groomer. Like, it's all bullshit, you know? It's all bullshit to get clicks, and people just, you know, whenever people decide they've had enough of you, a group of about 10,000 people, or not even, get together, and they make a big fuss about it on X, or Twitter, on Facebook, and their goal is to just end you and cancel your career, right? But if you are really not a piece of shit, I believe that you rise above, you rise out of the ashes like a fucking phoenix, and now that motherfucker is selling out theaters still, right, still selling out theaters, still crushing, still killing, right, and still, you know, just being a, being, you know, just being a good dude, and he's fucking transparent with everything, so I don't know, man, I just, I love Chris, and I don't buy into that, you know, that, oh, he's a piece of shit. I mean, you know, he's went to rehab for his sex therapy, but, 
or for his sex addiction, you know, so, you know, me going to rehab also, I feel like I have to honor that, you know, people can be addicts and change, and no matter what happened, okay, so let's say he did everything they're accusing him of, okay, and so you say he hate, you hate what he did to women, okay, now, that would be like if, you know, that would be like, you know, if you went to rehab and turned your life around, and then people are like, eh, no, but still from what you did in your past life, you're a piece of shit, fuck you. You know, you don't deserve shit. Right? So you kind of got to, I mean, it's, I mean, you don't have to give people grace, but I don't know, man. I just don't buy into all of it because they, the media just lies. So why would I believe them? And, you know, he's admitted to cheating on his wife, you know, so, but you got to get be willing to give people, you know, give people grace, man. And you don't have to, but yeah, I just, I don't believe. I don't believe that, I just, yeah, I just don't believe it's as bad as people make it out to be. People just hate. Um, and I fucking hate when I see comedians doing bits. Like, I saw one comedian doing a bit about Chris D'Elia. And, like, this motherfucker is, didn't even sell out a club. Like, he's performing in front of minimal people, and he posts this clip online, right, about, you know, Chris D'Elia. And, like people in the comment section lit him up like um and who are you you know and they're like oh that's a lot of empty seats you know have you seen fucking chris's theater shows you know it's it's to the gills um you know and they just trash him and i thought that was very appropriate um so yeah i just uh, i just don't i don't um i don't buy into it um I couldn't help putting my own answer. I'm um, hoping for Seahawks, Chiefs, but if I was a betting man, those are the teams I would bet on. But of course, it's one week to the Bills Jets game. Hold on. Incoming call. Hello. What's happening? Oh, nothing. Just doing my podcast. You're live on the air. Live on the air. Uh, well, uh, do you care to do me a favor real quick and check your Venmo? Uh,. All right. I'd sent you 200 bucks because I didn't know if the Chiefs were going to win today, and I figured if they lost, you'd probably bail out on them. You'd need some money to uh, switch teams. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Har, har, har. Yeah. Perfect for the podcast, baby. Yeah, perfect for the podcast. They fucking, the Chiefs fucking barely escaped. I mean... That was barely. too close for comfort. Just like yeah. prime time, they barely escaped that game. Oh, I know, man. I, I didn't watch the whole game. I fell asleep. I woke up this morning. I thought they was going to lose. Went a double overtime. Yeah. Yeah, very, very, you know, I mean, it was narrow, but a win's a win. Uh, Dion did an interview on 60 Minutes earlier. Mm -hmm. uh, it was probably worth listening to. Um because the guy was pressing. He was like, aren't you a little bit hard on the kids? I mean, you came in here and you said, you know, look. Uh, you probably need to transfer, you know. I mean, if you don't leave, we're going to try to run you off. And Dion's like, if you're going to let words hurt you, we don't want you around here anyway. <laughs> we, spend, we spend too much time lying to kids. <laughs> you just need to tell them the truth, you know. Yeah. Uh, hey. He said, let me push back. Now, what if one of your kids called and said, but, Dad, they're telling me to transfer. He said, I tell them you're probably not doing a good enough job. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fumble. 
Yeah, those oh. um, they are. Uh, yeah, he he doesn't. You know, he gives it right back. He does not hold oh, back yeah. anything. No, he said. Uh, he said the difference in uh, the kids that are here. They're not here for the school. They're here because of me. <laughs> That's exactly right. He's not wrong. You know. <laughs> yeah, he's one hundred percent right. Yeah. No. All right, I'll let you finish uh, your podcast. All right. See ya. All right. Love you. Love you. Love that man. That was the father, Father Rooster, the big, the big roost, big roost calling in, thinking he's fucking funny. I'm the comedian. I make the jokes. Um, let's see how long we do. Twenty-four minutes. Okay, we can hit him a little longer. Um. Oh, whoops. Let's see here. Um. Let's see. Sorry, lost the email. Um, if I was a betting man on those teams, the Seahawks. So you're saying Seahawks Chiefs, but it's Week One, the Bills Jet games. Yeah, uh, that Aaron Rodgers. I mean, shout out to Aaron Rodgers. That poor bastard. You know, I mean, uh, you know, but I mean, hey, he he's sticking it to him though because he is like, you know, he's like, you know, come on, bring on the bring on the thunder, bring on like. Everyone start trash me, telling me my my career's over. He's like, you know, but you watch, like, you know, I'll come back for a playoff run. And I'm like, what a G. You know, that man's been gangster ever since the COVID toe. Um, but, yeah, so I don't know. I mean, that just that changed the whole division. Um, Saquon Barkley suffered an ankle sprain. Thank God, I have him on one of my fantasy teams. I can't. Um. So yeah. So that's my. Those are my thoughts on that. Um. I mean, I'll, I'll just say. I'll say Chiefs, and I'd like to see the Lions go. I don't know. I don't think they're equipped though. After the way they just got beat by Seattle, but I'd like to. I love Dan Campbell. He's great. I don't know. Maybe the. Maybe the Chiefs and um, Chiefs Cowboys would be good. And as much as you know, everyone around me is a Cowboys fan, um, but I would like to see that Super Bowl. So thanks for the email. God bless and uh, keep on keeping on. Um, okay, next email. Hi, I am Jeremy's son, Allen. Thoughts on bad show remakes and AI? Yeah. Here's the problem is this world, you're not allowed to, you know, you're not allowed to, you know, do anything that may be misogynistic or taken, you know, you got to make sure you're PC in this world, right? And that's how it is in Hollywood. You know, whenever all the stuff they're making, you got to make sure, you know, that it's all not going to offend anyone. So they're like, okay, well... That's why you don't see good comedies made anymore because no everyone's afraid to go for it and they're not going to make their money back cuz the theaters are just tanking. So what they're what they do is they look at like, you know, spread, you know, spreadsheets and they're like, "Okay, what what has done well?" And so then they're like, "Okay, well this has done well, you know, Ocean's 11." I think this is correct. Ocean's Eleven did well. So, you know what? Let's make Ocean Twelves. Well, you know, Ocean Eleven, that was kind of... I don't know if they could make that movie today. Well, here's a... We'll get an all-female cast to do it. 
Great fucking idea, because Ghostbusters worked out so well, didn't it? You fucking idiots, right? Just on their knees, you know, sucking off the master. Oh, hey, you know, look at me. You know, we're on the right side of history. Yeah, but your movie sucks. And is it the right side of history, you know, to sw- for the pendulum to swing completely the other way? I mean, I don't think that's right. You know? I mean, it's just like, you know, it's just like how Big Brother is this year. I mean, it's just everyone in there is so soft. And they're all just, you know, war- you know, everyone wants to love everyone. And, oh, everyone's okay and everyone's great. Everyone's got a story to tell. Everyone's life's just a fucking movie, isn't it? Everyone's life's just a fucking movie, isn't it? Oh, no, it's not because, you know what? You're just some guy named Steve. You're just some guy named Steve with a job. But damn it, Steve, if you've got a fucking account on X, I mean, you fu- you're fucking, you have power. And you, you are heard. You know, so voice your opinion. And make sure, you know, get someone, get some fucking person canceled that, you know... That, you know, if, if you want to get some fucking person canceled, how about let's let's go, let's sign into your email. You know, send me all of your emails you've ever sent in your life. So let's see if you got anything to fucking hide, you cocksucker. <laughs> I'm preaching over here, baby. I'm preaching. So anyway, so Badge, I mean, so that's what they're doing. They're just like, oh, well, I, this movie did good. I think we can remake it and we can... You know, make it, and it'll be shitty, but yeah, but people like it because there's a trans person in the cast, and there's a there's a Middle Eastern person in there, and there's you know, and there's women in there, and there's a mid, I mean, there's a short person in there, um, so all these people are in there, so this is gonna do good, you know, like fucking they're remaking, is it Cinderella, Sleeping Beauty, what movie are they remaking that is just gonna be a fucking absolute disgrace? Um, they're not having, uh, um, let's see, what is it? Is it Cinderella? Um, there's movie, um, let's see, new Disney movie with no prints. No, it's not The Little Mermaid. Um, is it what's what's the one with the dwarfs? What is that? Snow White. Yes, new Snow White with no prince. Um, yeah, okay, Rachel Rachel Zegler said she was excited to bring a new modern edge. Oh, it's a new modern edge, isn't it? How long have you been sharpening this fucking edge? Let's see how cocksucking sharp it is. A new modern edge to Snow White in a September 2022 interview with Variety. In quotes, we absolutely wrote a Snow White that is not going to be saved by the prince, said Zegler about the movie, which won't be released until next year. Let's see why. Now we got to click on the link. Come on. Come on. 
God, yeah, that's. I mean, this actress, she's such. If you watch any of her interviews, Rachel Zegler, go go on YouTube, watch Rachel Zegler interview Snow about Snow White or Rachel Zegler crazy. Just look at those interviews, and she's okay. Um. Uh, in 1937, Walt Disney Snow White sang, Someday my prince will come. Recently, the actor set to play, and by the way, I didn't even warm up. I know you guys just heard my voice, but don't worry, I didn't even warm up. Um, recently, the actor set to play the role in a modern remake noted that her, her version wouldn't be waiting for a prince, touching off a storm of controversy. Rachel Zegler said that she was excited to bring a new modern edge. Oh. Um, just because, okay, I went tick to and that's one tick to. Yeah, here's one tick to. Um, Okay, well, I can't find the lady's clothes. Okay, but here's one TikToker said in a video that not every woman wants to be a leader, and that's okay. Just because a woman values something different does not make her any less valuable, she wrote in her TikTok post. Write stories about all women and depict them all as valuable and worthy instead of trying to mold them into one specific image of what you deem worthy. Um, uh, Greta Gerwig, who co-wrote and directed Barbie, is co-writing Snow White. Um, yeah, so let's, yeah, let's watch Barbie, and that's about it. That, yeah. Barbie, which was released on July 21st, and has grossed over $1 billion. Yeah, because it's fucking Barbie. They're coming off a name, a brand name of a toy. If you think for one second that Snow White's going to gross anywhere fucking close to $1 billion, oh, I'm sorry. You, you know what? I, I need you to, you know, pull down your pants and check behind you. Do you still have a crack in your ass? Because by that phrase, I'd say you're smoking some crack. You know, um... Most people can and it, that the story. Most people can understand that the story needs to be updated. I mean, why the fuck does it? Oh, a damsel in distress. Okay, a person rescues the damsel in distress. What the hell needs to be updated by that? Oh, and there's also some some midgets that are running around or short people, people of shortness, you know. So yeah, man, they just, they remake these fucking things and they put their woke and PC bullshit on there when it's like, just let a story be a story. Don't remake it because you're just going to destroy it. Um, yeah, we, not every, uh, that, that Rachel Zegler said something like, yeah, not every man, not every woman needs to be rescued. So we're just going to have a prince like there, but he's not going to like rescue us. It's like, go, go fucking cocksuck and fuck yourself. Your career ain't shit. And it ain't going to be shit as long as, you know, these, you know, because eventually the pendulum's going to swing. And when it swings, your ass is going to be grass. And you're going to have all this stupid, dumb shit to look back on and be like, why in the world did I think that was a good idea? Ah. <sighs> 
So thank you for well, what was the other part of the question? Um, and AI, I love I love AI. We might as well embrace it. You know, I use AI for all my episodes, for all my episode cover art, and I'm starting a moving company. I'm moving the I'm using that for a logo. Um, if you guys have any ideas for moving companies, I was gonna go with Smooth Moves, but Smooth Moves, there's an LLC that's art that's already taken in Missouri and I don't know I'm trying to find a way around it but I don't know if I'll be able to get around it so um so yeah if you guys want email chicken noodle podcast at gmail.com um send me in some ideas for some moving company names but I might come to a conclusion sometime soon but um yeah send those to me um I love AI let's embrace it and uh you know Let's just, you know, I mean, AI is responsible for, uh, for, um, a sentient, not a sentient. What are those one things that like, you know, it's like, it's a, it's a, like, it's an, it's a robot. It's like, it goes, a sentient, a sentient. Oh, come on. What? What is the machine that automatically um No, not a milking machine. Come on. Well, anyways, it's that one thing that just, you know, that it's like having automatic sex machine. Anyways, I can't find, I can't find what it's called. I'll think of it later. But anyways, it's that one, it's a thing that moves back and forth and you can just stick one of your holes up to it. And it just, you know, it goes to town and it goes, so AI is responsible for that. So I think we can all tip our caps to AI. Um, and with that, I'm going to leave you guys. Um, I love all you. God bless you. Um, and, oh, touchdown Dolphins. 10 nothing, 10 nothing Miami going into the end of the second quarter. Um, all right. Love you guys.